You're listening to Mind Vitamins, the daily podcast where we provide nourishment for your mind and your soul. Episode 005. Coming up on today's show. And what she shared is this. She said with trauma victims, they began to recognize very quickly that you could break the survivors into two groups. Those who were living and those who were not dying. You have to learn to trust big. The bigger you can trust, the bigger the adventure, the bigger it means the payoff is going to be. And that's living life in a much larger way. There's an old proverb that says it so well. As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. That's why it's so critically important that we guard what comes into our mind so carefully. Take every thought captive. Because your thoughts on their own have the power to clear the pathway or shut the gate to your destiny. It's time. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us for another dose of Mind Vitamins. I am your host, Jeremy Whaley, and I'm thrilled to be with you today. I thought today I would share with you one of the most profound observations I may have ever heard. And this thinking started when I was listening to an interview with a psychotherapist who's done a lot of work with victims of trauma and surviving very difficult situations. This lady herself is the daughter of two Holocaust survivors. So in her own family and the families of those that they were associated with, she grew up surrounded by victims of some of the most egregious traumas ever committed. And what she shared is this. She said, with trauma victims, they began to recognize very quickly that you could break the survivors into two groups, those who were living and those who were not dying. And the interesting thing is this, the distinction between the two groups was in direct proportion to how much trust they were able to allow back into their lives. The more they learned to trust, the more they could live. But the more fear they had in their lives, the less they could truly live, and the more they would only survive. And as she so aptly put it, the more they would not die. And so this really struck me in so many ways because I think the principle supersedes trauma. I meet quite a few people who are living in survival mode, and really it's a self-imposed survival mode. They haven't actually been through human rights trauma like the Holocaust, but they've created their own trauma living their life from a place of fear. And when you do that, you're never really living at all. Instead of living, you're not dying. So I think by definition, that's what we call survival, not dying. We've all met these people who live this way. In fact, there's a gas station on the street where I often stop to buy gas. And when I go in to pay, there's this one clerk who she seems to always be there. And she greets me the same way. And I say, how are you doing? And she responds, well, I'm still here. And that's a perfect example of a common language pattern that people will use, which really just reveals how much they're actually living life. And here's what I found about this. There are two keys to living a more fulfilling life. One is trust. By nature, trust is uncertain. It requires faith. And the more someone learns to trust, the more free they are to experience and to enjoy life. But the less they trust, the more they will live from a place of fear, which closes you off so you can't really enjoy things at all. But here's the second part of that. You have to learn to trust big. The bigger you can trust, the bigger the adventure, the bigger it means the payoff is going to be. And that's living life in a much larger way. Now, it takes trust to sit down in a chair and believe it's not going to collapse, but that's not a very big risk. It takes real trust to jump out of an airplane with a parachute and believe that that chute's going to open up. And as a result of the jump, it's a much more exhilarating experience than sitting in a chair. 
Both require trust, but it's different levels of trust. Now, these are physical examples of trust, but life is really lived in the emotional ways that we are willing to trust. Entering into a meaningful relationship requires trust. Opening up in that relationship requires trust. But so does starting a business or stepping out to do your own investments. All of these require a deeper level of trust. And here's the key with all of it. There's risk. If there was no risk, then it wouldn't require any trust. Also, if there's no risk, then you could never really win. So that's the lesson right there. We have to learn to trust, even though there's risk, because if we don't, then we will never experience the reward. And if we're not careful, we find ourselves living out of the fears of the past experiences and never even coming close to living the life that we were created to live. Here's another part to that story. They found with the survivors who sprang back to life, the trauma created a sense of impermanence, the reality that nothing is permanent which led them to live life in that moment. One survivor was asked if he could name one of his most precious treasures under $100, what would it be? And his response was some cheap bottle of wine that he ratted off. And when he was asked why, his response was so interesting. He said, because you know it's about to disappear, so you have to enjoy every sip in that moment. For me, this really captures the essence of what it means to experience an extraordinary life, to live life in the moment with the realization that nothing is really permanent, and yet to also live in that moment with a complete faith that whatever happens is going to be great. I think that's what really makes up the difference between those who are living life fully alive, the way that they were created to live, and those who are simply not dying. So here's my question for you today. Are you living or are you not dying? And what are some areas of your life where maybe you've been treating it with very little risk? Maybe you haven't fully committed yourself to some relationships because you're afraid of getting hurt. Or maybe you haven't stepped out with some financial risks because of your fear. You can live that way. That's your choice. But it will be at the cost of living life the way you were really created to live. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you can get every show delivered direct to your iPhone or your iPod or whatever device it is you're using to enjoy these fantastic podcasts. And, of course, be sure to tell your friends. Go share it on social media and let the world know where they can find nourishment for their mind and their soul. We'll see you tomorrow.